Welcome back. It's the Internet Advisor, Foster Brown, Gary Baker, Edwardell, Cal Carson, and Kasten Thomas is with us, CEO and founder of InterWorks Technology out of Ann Arbor. Kasten, give us a, just qu- quickly a thumbnail of what your company is and does. Oh, we work with uh, large organizations, hospitals, uh, state government, county government, large corporations, uh, helping them with advanced security, the things that other people aren't doing yet. We're finding and deploying really, really cool new technologies that are Excellent. just coming onto the market. Excellent. Excellent to hear. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Equifax leak. Now, this is apparently, and, and you were discussing this during the break, this is not new news in the sense that it's part of the leak that happened before, am I right? Well, there was Or a this leak. is a further... The, the evolution is that in uh, September... Equifax went public with a breach that they found on July 29th. Okay. Uh, and there's been testimony by Equifax executives in front of Congress this last week. And it's just capturing a lot of news because more and more information comes out. Like the hack was, uh, there was another hack two months before the one that they announced publicly and added additional people whose information had been exposed. And this was to a help page, I believe, right? No, no. This was their core systems. Uh, There's a a concept Uh that uh, companies that are advanced in their security use called least privilege. And without getting too technical, the idea is that an administrator or somebody with special security access has, you know, administrative rights. They can control everything. Well, there needs to be an audit in place and restrictions on who has access to mm. those privileges. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're working with a lot of companies in, in my company on how to restrict the privileges, audit it, and only give temporary access and records and laws. Yeah, well, yeah. so somebody doesn't have the keys to the kingdom yeah. walking around in their pocket. And what happened was uh, a patch was not applied to a critical server, and uh, that was well-known in the hacker community, and uh, (sighs) it allowed uh, the hackers to get what's called root-level privilege or the highest level of access to that server. And once you do that, you can cover your tracks, you can go anywhere you want to, you can pretend that you're someone else. It's Candyland for the hackers at that point. Oh, it's better than Candyland. Apparently some media outlets are suggesting that this may be a state-sponsored attack because of the, I guess, because of the enormity of the information that they've gotten. Well, One, was it 1.5? No. Uh, yeah, 1.5 million documents? No. Oh, no. No, uh, no. no. 145.5 million records. Yeah. So about uh, records. And how many U.S. citizens do we have? What is it? 325 million is our yeah. population? Wow. So, and that's what we know about now. Yeah. You know, uh, as we go further, as you found in, in Yahoo, they originally announced that 500 million Accounts were hacked, and then two years later, Yahoo came forward and said, no, it was 3 billion yeah. accounts were hacked. Jeez. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if the same thing happened here. So what, it, what Equifax did is but, and they immediately uh, put up a website and allowed people to have free um, uh, protection for a year. Right. Um, 
And the website that was thrown up uh, was kind of confusing, and you had to give you up your rights to be able to uh, join in a class action lawsuit. And and then, uh, surprisingly, and this is what threw me, I had to provide six digits of my Social Security number instead of just four to mm. even sign up. And to so the I, people who just released all the digits. <laughs> exactly. And I just said, I'm not doing it. You know, and, and, and a lot of people I know and a lot of coworkers I work with, they did it anyways. And I'm thinking to myself, why would I just relinquish all this information and sign up for this protection, giving up my rights to any type of class action lawsuit? Not that I'd do it, I guess. But, um, but then also, they just lost all my information. Yeah, yeah, but the other uh, thing, yeah. uh, I just have to make a note on that. You said they were offering protection, but it's not protection. It's just credit monitoring. Right. Yeah. Gary? Yeah, so it's um, you don't give up your right for it to enter in a class action lawsuit. That was very specific. Um, they said you don't give up your right to do that. Oh, okay. But they do want you to protect. You do. They do want you to get, to, you know, to protect yourself. The, the real significance of what happened was... When, you, you know, somebody breaches your credit card information, they change the credit card number, right? There's right. no financial loss, but no big deal. They, with the Equifax uh, breach, they have access now to information that's very, very hard to change, like your birth date, right? Mm -hmm. Can't change yeah. your birth date. Right. Can't change your Social Security number. Very hard to do that. In fact, we may be in the, the cusp of not using Social Security numbers now, for identification because right. Amen. everybody has everybody else's social security number. Well, the thing but, is, you know, uh, yeah, you I, can move. They do have your address. They can move. You can move. But this, this is really um, information that allows them to open up credit in your name. Yeah. And yeah. that's the significance of this breach. It is, it is beyond. And the company knew about this problem. They didn't patch the server. They knew they didn't patch the server. Hey. And they still didn't patch it. And well, it was struts out of Apache. And, you know, sometimes, they, uh, you know, there are patches. You have to apply them. And if huh. you don't apply them, if you're yep. the CEO, you should lose your job. If you're and the guess, CIO, they should lose their job. If they're CISO, they should lose their job. Yeah. And guess what? All three did. This, it should be something that we all take very seriously. And that is protecting ourselves. So how can we protect ourselves? In the case, for instance, of Equifax. Well, there, there are specific steps that uh, I would suggest that everyone take. Number one, uh, you can go to websites, and I think we're going to post this on the Internet Advisor uh, yep. website. Uh, get your free credit report. Okay, There are three or four or five uh, credit reporting agencies you can go to. And Congress passed a, the U.S. Congress passed a law a few years ago that said that we're all entitled to one free credit report per year. Mm -hmm. Well, do that. The, the other thing that I would say is freeze your credit. Uh, that's a, not a, a simple process, but uh, it does allow uh, you to restrict access to uh, people having access to your credit. Well, how do you, we, how do you freeze your credit? Well, there's a process. You have to oh, okay. contact oh, okay. each of the 
uh, credit reporting uh, okay. organizations and put a, a, literally a freeze, which means no one can request your credit report uh-huh. and no one can open up credit cards <gasps> or a bank account or anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. because those organizations aren't going to do anything without having access to your credit report. Now, that would be Equifax and what are some Equifax, of the- TransUnion, and uh, Experian. 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 And, and when you do that freeze, they're going to give you a code number that goes with that freeze. Uh-huh. It behooves you to protect it and make sure you don't lose it because if you if you if, if, if you, you lose, lose it, that you lose access to yeah. your credit you which can't is unfreeze worse than it. identity theft yeah you well, can't even unfreeze well, it. well the, the question is if the credit card companies are automatically issuing new cards which i usually get my credit cards replaced it seems like once a year once sometimes twice a year by my banks unbeknownst to me because of something that's happened or they've heard about. So when I'm issued a new credit card, will I be able to be issued a new credit card if I'm frozen? Oh, sure. Because the bank already has an established relationship with you. Perfect. And they've already run through that credit. Good. Now, when you freeze it, if you're going to buy a new home or you're looking for a new job where someone is going to uh, check your credit, uh, between 24 and 48 hours, you can have that credit unfrozen and then freeze it again once right for a nominal fee right actually yeah. <laughs> right now uh once you sign up for the the freezing and equifax is uh ah. offering uh free freezing until the end of the year i understand mm-hmm. oh so uh you can go about that and i believe that if you do it before the end of the year that uh it's a lifetime uh, uh account okay so you don't uh, as gary was saying ed you still are going to be part, you could be part of a class action suit. Okay. Even if you work to protect yourself. And then the other thing is that you can go to Equifax and effectively freeze your credit report. Yeah, but right. you have to go to each individual yep. credit okay. reporting organization and freeze it with each one of them. So the other thing that happened in the news is that now it was reported that Equifax, that some of their subpages on their main website have been compromised as well, taking you to other. Well, that was the help page, right, that right, I think the other, I saw. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's just so much information coming out about the mismanagement of the security within Equifax. Uh, there was a website, in fact, the Equifax website in Argentina had the administrator password admin. <laughs> oh, it, my gosh. It was the default for the web service, and they hadn't changed that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, it's mind-boggling that that they could not, I mean, since 2000, it's mind-boggling to me that anybody could imagine being able to cap that much information unsecured. Mm. I, I just don't see how the, you can do that. These are complex organizations with or, or available, complex systems. Or available from the Internet. I mean, come on, you should, yeah. they should not be available from the Internet. It's astounding, you know? okay. And the other thing that my original Social Security number card that I got from the Social Security office when I was born said this number should not be used by for anything but the Social Security Department and shall not be used as identification by any other individuals. It's there, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And how's that working Yeah, for it didn't you? work out. <laughs> like that, yeah. Hey, when we come back, Caston, uh, I want to talk about Kapersky. Thank you for joining us for this uh, live edition of the Internet Advisor. On occasion during the fall, um, when MSU, for instance, the football games start a little later or they're um, bumped to have a bye week. We get to join you here on our flagship station, WJR. But other than that, 
you'll be able to find a podcast version of our program, thanks to my two compatriots here, um, Ed Riddell and Cal Carson, who learned the ropes from Mike Parsons, who's one of the uh, uh, programmers and engineers here. And uh, they surprised the daylights out of me last week when they called up, and uh, and uh, we had a great time on the air. Uh, and then that is what is posted right now as our podcast. Um, as you can hear, my voice is still coming back, but it's uh, it's on the way. Uh, right now, we have Kasten Thomas in studio with us, CEO and founder of Interworks, a security firm from Ann Arbor. And um, we're talking about two major um, security issues that have been in the news this week. One of them, as this is ongoing, actually, for quite a while, Kasten has to do with Kaspersky, uh, the Russian-based security firm. And um, up until recently, that hadn't been an issue, but all of a sudden, it is a huge issue that they're based in Russia. Is that really fair, do you think? I don't know. You know, when we get into the course of politics and hearing what's happening and everything gets blamed on the Russians or the Koreans. Yeah, it almost feels like guilt by association in some ways. I don't know. What do you think, Cal? You know, unfortunately, we're in this global society now where everything comes from everywhere in the world. And some products that you get... I guess they're okay, and other products, you know, you have to watch out for. I mean, we we probably consume billions and billions of products out of China. Yeah. But there was a time when they were using lead-based paint in their in, in, in some of the toys they were doing, and everybody got all up in arms about it, and then after a while, it was like, eh, they quit using it, and we still buy stuff from them. So should we continue to buy software from an, a Russian supplier? Well, it all depends. Do you trust them that they're not doing something when you load it on your computer yeah. or not? Yeah. That's up to you. I mean, Well, you mentioned the Chinese, and that's a perfect example. Nah, who knows what's in some of the products that we're getting? Well, you know, uh, that goes back to something that happened, what was it, five years ago, Kasten, or eight years ago, and um, that the same agency, the U.S. agency, basically said, do not buy the Chinese WoW routers because they have yes. code in there yeah. that basically would allow them to you know, infiltrate your home wireless networks. But at the same time, the U.S. government was had had worked with manufacturers in the United States, asking them to allow them to monitor home routers yeah. as well. So it was it was just like it was was the, the sword term? the sword cuts both ways. Yeah. So yeah. it was this you well, know color kettle black. Are built. Yeah. <laughs> and Android phones. There have actually been cases of Android phones that were built in China that had root level access. Again, you know that most important level of access to a device, it was compromised. And so those companies could see everything that was going on. And even if we had security on our phones, that had the ability to bypass those phones and collect all the information on those phones and see everything that was being done. That Gary, sounds great. I'm, as long as they give me a good spring roll, I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, I'm curious about what your thoughts are on that. Uh, you know, well, you know boycotting. So we found out... So we found out that Kapersky, who is a Russian company, was asked to and has participated and cooperated with the Russian government. Didn't that just happen to Apple, where the U.S. government asked them to cooperate? <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit of the pot calling the kettle black. And... Yeah. But, well, anyway, so, I, it's resulted in Best Buy and Office Depot uh, taking all the Kapersky products off the shelf. Right. 
Well, if it does best, if it helps them to maintain their customer base and they can sell and yeah. and folks aren't going to go nuts about it, then then you do it. Maybe a bunch of people walked in and said, you know, if you got the Russian product in here, we're not going to buy. You know, in that particular <laughs> case, you take the Russian product off the shelf. <laughs> well, they're going for McAfee Live Safe, and I don't know that I've seen any great. Um, accolades for McAfee products. I haven't I'm, seen any. What do you well, think? It, it may be the motivation that that's where their highest profit margin is. So uh, you just never know. I mean, we're dealing with two things. We're dealing with uh, an open capitalistic marketplace, yep. and we're dealing in the world of espionage, and those two things are coming into conflict. So who do you believe? I don't know. Okay, as a security expert, Casting, what do you run to keep yourself safe? Oh, well, number one, if since I'm in security, I'm not going to tell you what oh. I'm doing and announce it to the world. <laughs> but uh, all I, right, very I, wise. Uh, <laughs> well, we, let's do it from a different angle. Do you use a commercial product or something special? Good no, question. we we use commercial products, very okay. advanced products. I actually have uh, three versions of malware uh, protection running on all of my computers in, in now, our company. Are you running uh, Windows? Yes. Okay. I am running Windows 10. Okay. Uh, And, you know, one of the interesting things is that so much of the security stuff is happening, you know, whether it's Yahoo, whether it's, um, uh, you know, any of the big hacks have been because people weren't patching their systems. Mm. You know, in in every one of the the major announcements Mm -hmm. of major uh, malware and ransomware this year, Every one of them were prevented by just being on the current level of Windows patches. Hmm. So is it safe to say? Let me no. rephrase that. No, it's never safe is to it, say. Is it safer <laughs> to say that if you maintain your patches and avoid being spoofed or fished upon, or just you know just using good common sense when you're using your computer and the internet, that sort of thing, that will reduce the likelihood of you getting in trouble. It will reduce the likelihood. But even with phishing attacks, and that's where people send an email or a web link that can compromise your computer, because of the information that has been exfiltrated by the, uh, potentially by what the Republican Party released, by what's happened with any number of of breaches and uh, exfiltration of data, is that Information about us is on the dark web and is in the hands of the hacker, and that can be used against us. That's my big concern is Mm -hmm. now if you get a letter at home from the IRS or Equifax or your bank, the hackers, as a a result of this Equifax breach and other ones, have your name, have your birthday, have your account numbers, have your social security number. So you can't even trust what comes in the U.S. mail because anybody can print a letterhead from Equifax, from Comerica, from Flagstar, from the IRS, and it ends up in your your mailbox. Wow. So rather than respond to anything that you get in the mail, if you have doubts about it, uh, contact the the vendor in particular directly on your own and make sure that you validate the information. Yeah, yeah, because what comes in a letter might be a phone number that isn't the phone number of the support desk of mm. the IRS or your bank. Yeah, or yeah but what's one of the first things we do is we go to Google or Bing and we search what's the phone number for, and, it, and, and if that 
uh, entity basically threw an ad up on Google, that's going to show up first yeah, but before if, any legitimate search but of if a phone number. If you're one of the old time people like me. Oh, then you, you have a Rolodex. You, you, better than that, you actually have, you have something called a paper bill that you get every month or a statement from that particular institution. On that, you can guarantee you got the right Yeah, but number. you have to pay for the paper bills to even come in your mail nowadays. No. Guys, I'm curious. Uh, how ma- do any of you tape over the camera on your uh, computers? I've no. got one right here on my laptop. I can show you right now. You're taped over. Taped yeah. over. Taped I, over. Actually, it's a special I'm, little toggle thing. I, I'm too. Oh, that's right. I'm too okay. ugly to care. So, <laughs> but is it about ugliness? <laughs> there, there. I don't think I do anything in front of my camera. Number one, that they would be interested in. Now, on my home computer, I do have a, a sticky note over top of that. On my laptop, I don't bother because most of the time, I don't use it that much. And when I do use it, they have a beautiful view of what my headboard and my bed looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, about, that's about it. Gary, I'm curious. Do you tape over the uh, camera? No, I, I don't bother. Who's going who's gonna to bother looking? Okay, and I and like like Cal, I don't. Well, do they'll anything be looking now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do anything interesting anyway. You know, yeah. so. and you definitely have a face for radio. Yeah, <laughs> definitely have a face for radio. Well, the, the dangerous part. My my aunt said that uh, nobody would want information about her accounts, but the problem is is something could be said on a microphone or seen in a camera that could be used to go after your family and friends. It might be as simple as reading a book on a bookshelf or a series of books and then sending a phishing email Uh, to the person who is listed as family members on the the Facebook site. mm -hmm. Like I said, they can email that redhead board anytime they like. (laughs) (laughs) And if it answers back, baby, I'm going to be on the internet selling that video. You know what? And it used to be that uh, when you you walk in some facilities, you actually they either confiscate your phone or they put tape over your cameras. But now we have phones that actually have three cameras in them. Some of the newer iPhones have two cameras on one side and one on the other. That's so, true. Uh, they're going to run yeah. out of stickers pretty soon. <laughs> you know, they just, they just take a Campbell soup can and just drop it over your phone. Oh, I like. Well, you know, we're we're inviting these things into our homes. Uh, Google has a new uh, oh, yes. device that's similar to uh, the Amazon Alexa. Yep. And this Google yep. device was recording everything. No. Oh Google's God. corrected it and it was a bug, but who's to say that a hacker could not compromise an Alexa or any of these I systems? Know. No, that might be pretty interesting listening at your house, Ken. I absolutely do not believe ever when they say it was recording everything. Oh, that was a bug. That can't be a bug. That was like I, we got caught, and we're, we're going to fix it. I finally met somebody more cynical than me. Cass <laughs> oh, and Thomas, thanks for being Hey, you're going to hang around, right? Of course. All right, Cass going to stick around, too.